Hello, welcome to Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. I'm Susan Moody here with Kim Dyer, one of the co-founders of Keystone Capital Management Group. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of having a state organization. So I think, as always, we kind of know what even is a state organization? What does that even mean? Well, everybody has assets or a list of things that you own or that you've, you know, a bank account, hmm. uh, Maybe you do have a life insurance policy, or maybe you were employed and you have a retirement plan. Hmm. So everybody has a list of those things. Okay. Uh, I've, I know that there's like 70% of, of the Americans don't have a will or a trust. And mm -hmm. a lot of times they say, well, the reason I don't is because I don't have anything. I don't, I don't have, have enough mm -hmm. assets. But we all still have a list of assets. So mm -hmm. even if you don't think you have enough for a trust or you're mm -hmm. gonna wait and let the uh, government decide where your funds go upon your death, mm -hmm. you still have a list of things. And so what well, we- <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna stop you. Okay. They, they might not have a list, they, <laughs> right? They might know that, okay, yeah, I have a car, I have this, yes. but they don't keep a list, that's, right? Well, okay. that's what, <laughs> okay. you did that. <laughs> All right. So the whole point yeah. is, let's create a list. Okay. So we wanna put together and or, uh, we want to organize all of your assets and mm -hmm. we want to put together a list of all the things that you have. So that's what we like to call an estate organization. Okay. So it is just listing all your personal assets, mm -hmm. the car, the, you know, if you do own a house, mm -hmm. uh, if you have a bank account. So it is, the, that's what we call the process. And a lot of times, people will go to an attorney and will get a will done, uh -huh. or you'll go to an attorney and get a trust done. And maybe the attorney will give you a notebook to put your trust in and mm -hmm. will give you a notebook to put your will in and you'll say, yeah, I've got it all done. Mm -hmm. But that's really just one step in the uh -huh. process because you, we like to do uh, an estate organization notebook mm -hmm. uh, that accompanies those other notebooks or that accompanies that document mm -hmm. so that, and it, what we call an estate organization notebook is just really a list of your personal assets and the details on where to get it, what the name of the company is, who uh -huh. to contact. So mm -hmm. there's really, five reasons that that I kind of organized on why you should do the estate okay. organization <laughs> process. Right. Convince me. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and one, of course, is just for financial planning. Mm -hmm. That's always one of the things you do to start financial planning is you want to know where you're at today. So a mm -hmm. point in time and from here, what do I need to get paid off? What do I need to start saving? Mm -hmm. So financial planning, just in general, the mm -hmm. first thing you do is you say, where am I today? Uh -huh. Where do I want to get? And what do I need to do to get there? So that's one. Uh, the other is just um, if you do have a trust, mm -hmm. uh, it is putting those assets inside the trust. So we're going to talk about a lot of times people will pay for a trust mm -hmm. and then not put the assets inside the trust. So that becomes a problem because yes. attorneys, they just do the document and they'll maybe take care of a couple of pieces like mm -hmm. the real estate if you own something. But then a lot of times you can't believe how many people we talk to and they have a trust, 
but nothing's in it. It's outside of the trust. So we want to have that experience <laughs> myself. I was an executor for someone and they thought they had a trust, but they hadn't funded the, the trust. trust. So then we had to go through probate anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. But so yeah. we're going to come back and talk uh -huh. about that a little more in detail. Another people, another issue is just in general um, address changes or oh. bank changes. Mm -hmm. So in today's world, there's a lot of things that go on with uh, bank accounts. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you've got to change your bank account. And then you've got to say, well, who all am I linked to that bank account, uh -huh. you know, because we do so many automatic payments. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, that creates such havoc when, if beforehand you would have that list and mm -hmm. all the accounts that are linked mm -hmm. and who you contact in the event oh. of something happening. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I hadn't even really thought about that piece of it, right. Yeah. It is a big component or mm -hmm. an address change, you mm -hmm. know. So we want to talk about that a little more in detail. And then one of the things that occurs is if you abandon your property and you say, mm -hmm. well, how would that happen? Uh -huh. Well, if a company hasn't been able to, if you've moved and you haven't notified them of your new address, mm -hmm. And a company hasn't heard from you in X number of years, according to the state you live in, there are what they call an uh, abandoned property. And after X number of years of them trying to reach you and they can't get you and they send out mm -hmm. a letter to your last known address, they, they indicate it's abandoned property and mm -hmm. they send that bank account that the bank can't oh. get a hold of you or the annuity or the life insurance policy or tax refunds you know if the irs can't find you and because you, you haven't filed those things that those go to the state and they're held there at the state and then they become property of the state because you've abandoned them so we want to oh. talk a little bit about that and how you avoid that and why to avoid that and the last thing mm -hmm. is really just as an assistance to your heirs or mm -hmm. your beneficiaries. It's just, you know, if you care about the people that you, that you live with or uh -huh. that you love, then just to assist them is to mm -hmm. have your estate organized so it's easier to deal with. So we're gonna go back over those in a little more detail. I'm gonna give you some horror stories, maybe <laughs> not so much horror stories, but we're gonna talk about in general uh, some things that can go wrong. In, so, so we'll kind of uh, go back around and repeat some of the things I just talked about. All right. So, so we're going to take a short break then. Is that what it's sounding like? And then uh, we'll come back and hear some of those horror stories and maybe some positive stories oh, too. Yes. So please stay with us. You're listening to Wow Me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pam Prine. And I'm Kim Dyer. And we are the owners of Keystone Capital Management Group. At Keystone, we want to help you lay the foundation to your financial success Go to our website, keystonegroupaz.com, and download your free retirement kit today. That's keystonegroupaz.com. Because you are not your mother, take control of your financial future. Start today. Hi, this is Kim from Keystone Capital Management. We really believe that it's important for you to keep your estate organized. We have developed a solution and it's organized by tabs and uh, a place for you to list all your assets. 
It has a place for you to leave instructions to your family, which we think is so important. If you're interested in having access to this solution, talking about it, give us a call at 623-299-9710. Welcome back. I'm here with Kim Dyer, Keystone Capital Management Group. And Kim has been sharing with us the importance of having your estate organized. So she kind of shared with us some of the reasons why, but now she's going to share with us a story about the reason. Those are always more fun, I think, to hear the story. Well, my first, I think, my first week on the job as a financial advisor, uh, and I was assisting someone that had been in the business for a while, and he went out to his vehicle and he brought in three huge boxes of papers, <laughs> just stacks of papers. And that was one of my first experiences with someone that did not have their estate organized. <laughs> and what happens then, you try to sort it out and you try to say, oh, these are life insurance policies maybe, or these are bank accounts. Um, and then what starts happening is you have statements and maybe they're mm. statements from five years ago and you don't know is that still in existence uh -huh. or not in existence? And so then you have to start calling that company and you say, oh no, we changed our name and now the bank is known uh -huh. as such and such. <laughs> and you know, so it's trying to, it becomes a whole uh, puzzle piece to try and say, well, this company changed names and now this account is called this name. And, and then when you call up these companies, it's not, easy to get <laughs> right. them to talk to you because of privacy laws. Mm -hmm. They are bound by what who they can talk to and what they can say. Mm -hmm. And even sometimes sending in paperwork to say I have authority from mm -hmm. the person to talk to them. Then you've got, you know, maybe a death certificate you have to provide or then you've got uh -huh. to get the loved one on the phone mm -hmm. and it becomes very difficult to even get an answer about what does the person have who can claim just all all kinds of questions come up and it is you know i really lived through companies changing their name mm -hmm. a company you know or yeah. even you as a person maybe mm -hmm. you have some assets that you had before you got married and then you oh. get married mm -hmm. and people get married, you know, maybe they're 65 and they age, lost yeah. their spouse yeah. at any age. <laughs> yeah. And then you get remarried and you, you know, if you take uh, that person's name, the, the, the name change mm -hmm. impacts all of those things mm -hmm. too. So there's just all kinds of issues that come up with dealing with that. And um, so I, I want to, we, we kind of talked about the financial planning that you've got to have a list of your assets and um, if you need care, you want to know where you can go to get additional money. And so just good general financial planning, having a list. But today I want to really talk about more those issues of what happens if you move or things to think about from your past mm -hmm. um, and get those things on a list. So one of the issues, for example, is um, if you move and you've paid a deposit to have a utility. 
So lots of times maybe you had a mm -hmm. session at an apartment complex or you, you know, you lived, mm -hmm. you had a house and you had to pay a deposit on a utility. Well, a lot of times if you're paying the bill, they're just holding that deposit. Right. When you leave, and if you don't give them a forwarding address, mm -hmm. then that deposit can go into unclaimed property. Oh. So those are the kinds of uh -huh. things that you need to think about. When I moved, did I notify yeah. all the right people mm -hmm. and, and all those kinds of things? So for example, my husband, um, we used to live in Montana, and he was part of a co-op for his utilities. Mm -hmm. And um, as he paid his utility bill, they gave him ownership in the co-op. Oh. And all of a sudden <laughs> he had, uh, I don't know, it's a, a really big account, like $1,000 or something. But every year they'll send, mm -hmm. you know, $100 to him because he owns those shares oh. in that utility. Uh -huh. Well, if you don't, it's easy to forget yes, because the check only comes once a year. Uh -huh. And if you don't keep them notified, they and they won't just distribute it because <laughs> it's a co-op. They distribute it over time and uh -huh. they'll give you the check. So I, I would be surprised. So many people have things like maybe their grandparents or parents bought them a life policy uh -huh. and they paid for the life policy policy for years and years so the person never paid any right. payments to it uh -huh. and then some of these policies are what they call whole life so you pay in mm -hmm. enough time then the policy kind of sustains itself because you've paid in premiums it has enough cash built in mm -hmm. that it doesn't need to have any premiums paid anymore so these policies are sitting out there oh. that a loved one paid uh -huh. for you and that you don't even think you about. You don't even think about. Okay. You don't even know you have. Yeah. And if you don't keep them informed, wow. mm -hmm. then if they can't get a hold of you or can't find find you, uh -huh. then that property just goes to unclaimed. Uh, we had a client that came in and she had a card where her mother had made premium payments. And he used to record oh. Oh. the the payments <laughs> on a little card in in an envelope that they uh -huh. would keep. And so she said, oh, I'm sure it's not worth anything. Well, when we called on it, it was $6,500. And uh, she oh. could actually take the funds right then or she could let it continue to grow uh -huh. a little bit. You know, that everybody, if you, why, would, why shouldn't uh -huh. you have that 6,500? You know, what a right. shame to lose it if a parent or grandparent mm -hmm. made those payments all that time and then you don't you don't think about it and it and it just goes to the mm -hmm. just goes away and there's all wow. kinds of those those things uh -huh. like when you pay off a debt sometimes there might be an overpayment and then if they don't know how to get a hold of you sometimes they don't try very hard <laughs> they'll maybe send out one letter and so again it's it's making sure that you uh, stay in touch. So it's kind of one list is how to contact them. Mm -hmm. Another list is who to contact in the event you move. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be just as easy as having a notebook of uh -huh. all of those accounts together. And so we have a notebook that we put together and we call it our estate organization notebook. <laughs> 
and it's just got tabs and it um, it has life insurance policy tab and it has a, um, a utilities tab where you might keep track of those deposits. Mm -hmm. So it just goes through all those different categories and it's good just to keep track of that, keep the name of that company because that's the other thing is that as companies they sell to another company mm -hmm. and then all yeah. of a sudden it becomes another name and uh, you're when you're not there and you're trying to figure out where that policy is or mm -hmm. who owns that policy or mm -hmm. is it still in existence you know sometimes you'll look at checking accounts uh -huh. and you'll say were there payments made to a company and see if there was a life insurance policy mm -hmm. associated. And if they're making payments to a different company than what the policy is in, there's kind of a disconnect. Mm -hmm. So we definitely, uh, keeping track of those name changes really helps out and, mm -hmm. and really makes it a lot easier for relatives and family. Well, it's really, there's a lot more to it than I was originally thinking when you brought up the, you know, the topic. I was thinking it was more just the hard assets, but you don't think about, like you said, all these different accounts you have and deposits and all that is important to keep track of your whole life. <laughs> Not just, you know, the bits and pieces yeah. of it. So if you need some help organizing your estate, give us a call here at Keystone at 623-299-9710. And Kim will be happy to go through those boxes with you <laughs> and put together your estate organization plan because it's really important not only for yourself, but for your loved ones, you know, after you're no longer with us and helping them sort through and get everything taken care of. And we actually have some websites where you can go uh we'd be glad to share the website with you for and it's very easy to find you know arizona unclaimed property.gov but uh helping you search because some you might have some assets that are sitting out there yeah. unclaimed mm -hmm. and uh we might be able to help you with that so there's uh there's all kinds of things that go along with that. All kinds of things. So why don't you go ahead and go to our website at keystonegroupaz.com. We have a resources tab right there that will help link you to some of these sites that Kim was mentioning and where you can get some downloads of some important retirement guides. Mm -hmm. Glad to share lots of that information with you. So. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. You've been watching Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. Until next time, we wish you an abundance of health, wealth, and happiness. Talk to you soon. The program is sponsored by Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Pam Prine and Kim Dyer should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. Pam Prine and Kim Dyer are not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation of an offer to buy securities.